0: You are listening to episode 142 of the Fitzpro podcast and today is for all of my online health and fitness coaches. We are talking about lead generation whenever I survey any of my Fitzbros inside my Fitzpro foundations course or even just my larger audience on Instagram lead generation and or finding your ideal client and actually getting them to apply to work with you seems to be a huge pain point, a huge struggle point. It's something that everyone obviously needs if they are growing a business. And so today I hope to give you some insight into how to make that process easier um, or maybe less painful. So without further ado, let's dive in. The Pro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs aka Not Your Average Fitspo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitspro. Hello, hello. We are here on a Wednesday because I just couldn't get it done. By Tuesday. So look at me being flexible. You get your podcast. It was a commitment that I made in 2022 to not ever skip a podcast. So we will get a podcast out come hell or high water every week of 2022. Happens to be a day late this week, but we are still getting it done. So thank you for being here. If you are here for the business side of things, then go ahead and join my free workshop, Your Biz, Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. You can find that in the show notes or register at anniemiller.co slash workshop dash register. And if you are over on the site for any reason, make sure to get all of my free resources. I made them just for you. You can snag them at anniemiller.co slash resources. And again, that's where you'll find all the goodies for trainers, trainees and entrepreneurs. I would also like to thank the sponsor of the podcast that is Legion Athletics. They are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the entire world. If you are in the market for adding supplements to your diet regimen, I highly recommend Legion. Whether you are using them to make your life easier, to get more protein in, optimize recovery on top of whatever you are already doing, I highly recommend them. Um, They have 100% formula transparency. That was probably the number one thing that sold me on them is that when they say they're backed by science, as many, many um, companies do, they they have the science to back that. They have the literature. They have the double blind studies that you can see on their site. So that is what personally sold me for them. If you are skeptical, I get it. They also have a hundred percent money back guarantee and free shipping. So go to buy legion b u y. L-E-G-I-O-N dot com and use code Annie at checkout for 20% off your first order. If you already love them, that's fantastic. Still use code Annie and you can get double Legion reward points. Alrighty, so you decide that you want to start an online coaching business. Fantastic. Welcome to the space. In the online space. It's highly appealing because we have the benefit of not being restricted by a locational demographic, but that also comes with challenges. There's pros and cons to everything. So at least if you are a brick and mortar, right, you're a physical location in South Bend, that's where you're finding your clientele. It's a built-in demographic. You can network with local companies, you can target the soccer moms, what have you. In the online world, the world that has access to Wi-Fi or data is yours in theory, right? When you have an online business, you then have access to anyone who also has access to getting online. So in such a large pond that we find in the online space, you're not restricted, but where the frick do you cast your net, right? Like how do you know where you need to be, where you look for your humans. Where do you find people who might be willing to pay you, give you their hard-earned money for the service that you provide? That is what we are discussing today. We throw around language, and when I say we, I mean business coaches, anyone in the business or marketing realm, throw around language like attract your ideal client. Well, that sounds great but how do we actually do that, right? How do you attract people in the online space? In short, that is how you are going to find and generate leads. Your messaging is step one to this process. We shall talk about three sections of the process of generating leads, and those will be attracting and finding leads generating the leads and closing the leads. Those are the three things we're going to talk about today. You can absolutely build an audience and fail to convert any of those people into paying clients. In fact, I would argue that that is what happens more often than not, in the online space of health and fitness. So when people talk about saturation, that's what they're talking about. There are a lot of coaches out there that may have built an audience but they're not actually converting a high percentage of those people or maybe any of those people into paying clients, which is not what we want. An audience who, you know, does not end up paying you is not ideal. We don't want that. So, step number 1 is messaging, your words and your content are going to lead your humans to finding you, right? People are going to share your stuff. It's going to get in front of the right people via the right people sharing it. This is time intensive. It's going to take time. You need to be patient. And I like to use the verbiage of tenaciously patient. You need to be tenacious in the creation of your content, but also you need to be willing to do this for the long haul. Between your messaging and generating leads, we have this tandem overlapping section that is organic networking. And what I mean by this is that you naturally interacting with those people in your industry, you creating your quote unquote circle, if you will. Now, please don't think of this as a click or as something that is forced this is business. This is human. This really is networking just in the online space. So you share people's content who complement your area of focus. Other people might call that your expertise, or who you think would be of value to your audience that doesn't compete with whatever it is that you're doing. Whether they then share your content or not is not your concern. This is not a I'm going to do this so that I get something in return. We want to avoid that motive with organic networking. And that's why I say organic. It needs to be organic. You keep your eyes on creating shareable and valuable content. Other professionals will share it from time to time too. Okay, that, that will end up happening. Therefore, potentially expanding your network and your potential client pool when a colleague ends up doing that. So again, not forcefully, but organically put effort into DMing people and commenting on people's stuff and liking people's stuff who you would like to be in network with. Be open to that if you have not and be intentional with that if you have not. So again, this organic networking is happening in tandem with you honing in on your messaging. So please keep in mind that 1% or less of someone's audience are going to become paying customers. Do not worry too much about sharing the wealth or being competitively minded when it comes to networking. Most of y'all's audiences, everyone involved, all parties involved, most of your people will never pay you a dime. So keep that perspective in mind when you are networking. That leads us to, pun intended, to the actual generation of leads, right? So your messaging is going to be how you get in front of people. And that is going to be how you quote unquote attract ideal clients is creating content that you think is needed or that people are already out searching for within your area of focus. So I recently created a reel as an example of this for messaging. My people already lift weights, right? They already lift weights or they have done other things, but they're very interested in lifting weights and they want to learn more and they're willing to do the work to do so. So I created a reel that will drop soon at the time of this recording that is for gym hacks and it's things like starting your, your Bulgarian split squats from the bottom, right? Getting set up in the bottom position and then just standing up versus like standing and trying to, you know, reach your foot back where you can't see the bench and your balance is off and it's terrible. We've all done it. Another one of them is putting wedges under my feet in bench, in the bench press. And I explain why. So it's just these little tidbits that can make my ideal client's life easier. And people will then share that right and maybe they don't have a huge audience but they have friends that are interested in the same stuff as them so maybe i get two or three really quality new followers from one of my followers sharing that information that's that's an example i guess of how your messaging and your content is going to quote unquote attract your ideal client and obviously you need to know your ideal client before creating messaging that is going to attract them. So if you do not have my ideal client creator, get it. It's free. miller.co slash ICA, as in literally the letter I, C, and A. Go snag it if you haven't. Next up is so you get these people into your audience. What what then? How do you get them to actually become leads, right? Your your following on Instagram by and large. They're not a cold lead. They would be a warm lead, but it takes effort to actually get them to then become a hot lead or show interest in actually paying you money. So that's where we're at right now. Value, value, value with an ask is how you are going to generate leads. Again, with the consistency and the time and patience that is required for every step of this process. Doing mini trainings in your Instagram stories and providing very practical ways for your audience to get 1% better is how lead generation begins. Content like this might not go viral, but it shows your audience what it's like to actually work with you for free. It takes them behind the scenes. It pulls back the curtain of what it feels like maybe for 1% to be a client of yours that's where we need to think with our content. That's where we need to focus on. Eventually, these people will reach out and or apply to work with you because of something that you shared for free. And that made a real difference in their life. Imagine what you can do from a paid standpoint. So for instance, before my Built by Annie launch, I um, shared the difference between a B-stance Romanian deadlift and a Romanian deadlift with the back foot elevated on a bench. Several people tried that new variation because it was a progression from a B stance RDL, which I know a lot of people do. And several people were tagging me in that. They actually took the exercise and did it and then gave feedback. Again, that's the type of content that we want to put out. We want to make people's life easier and give them something actionable that they can do if the focus is to get these people to eventually pay us for something. So mini trainings or client case studies in your Instagram stories are a great way to do this in addition to putting out quality content. If you're not on Instagram, then this would be on some other platform. Short form video on YouTube or on a blog pinned to Pinterest, that works as well, on a weekly basis. So bite-size applicable content, that's the focus for lead generation, and then doing some longer form video of some kind, teachings, training, sharing client case studies, taking people behind the scenes of what a client check-in looks like, allows people to put themselves in that spot. They can see themselves in the story that you're telling. And note that I have not said to cold DM people. That is an option. It is an option. It's just not what I'm giving to you. So I do encourage people to DM new followers with a kind of no string attached welcome message. I just talked about this on Instagram. Getting people into the DMs, it it is powerful and I encourage you to do it. It's a great way to start conversation and not ask for a sale, but just to build that human piece of your brand. To start conversation, it's a way to establish trust and relationships. So I do encourage getting people in the DMs. I do not encourage jumping down their throat with a sale. No, thank you. Think about yourself as a consumer. Would you enjoy that? Probably not. So let them know with a you know welcome message if you want to send one. Let them know where they can find stuff. Let them know what you're about, what your vibe is, um, what they can expect that you, you know, you are here to answer questions. So let them know that you are not a robot, that they can ask questions. You're breaking the ice and expediting that possible lead generation. But we are not upon first conversation with someone attempting to sell them unless they have asked for it. Okay. Again, you can actually do whatever you want. It's just not a tactic I would suggest. So let's say someone asks a question in your Q&A box or they DM you directly with a question, and it is regarding something that you can help with via coaching, or they've asked specifically about coaching, then yes, get people off the app. This does nothing if you don't have a system in place for that lead to then get on an email list or in a secure place off of Instagram that you can then follow up from. In a broader sense, this is always the goal, largely via you know getting people on a mailing list uh, for more free content that would be getting people off the app we can sell more easily through email than we can long term through social media maybe if dms could be organized like an inbox it would be easier to follow up with leads like I would love if they upgraded dms to be able to be organized into folders and things like that like an inbox uh, but they can't currently so it is safer to get people off of the app ideally getting these leads off of the app looks like the following which is your application process this is closing the lead that's where this person has now come from a warm lead to a hot lead right they were a warm lead because they said yes i want to follow you on instagram and they were interacting with your content getting warmer now we have gotten them off the app and they become a hot lead They enter your application process, your sales call, your sales page, your application, your follow-up process, all of the above. How does someone apply to work with you? Do you send them an application link through Instagram? Is it in your bio? What happens after that? Do they read a sales page? Do they fill out an application? Do they schedule a call immediately? Do you receive the application and then send a link via email for a call? In this process. This is where we want to make sure there are no gaps, that we aren't losing people in this process. Make sure there's no right or wrong answer to that. It just needs to not have gaps in it. So make sure that you're very clear about what they can expect from both the application process and the coaching with you. This is your communication, your communication and client coach relationship starts before this person signs up with you, right? When they enter the application process or get off of Instagram, that relationship has begun. That communication has begun. The quality of that experience has begun. So think about that in your process, whatever it looks like. The sales call, if you have one, should be a confirmation or in my perspective, the way that I teach my one-on-one clients, a sales call should be a confirmation. It is not a call where you pucker your butthole the whole time, stressing in the back of your mind about the moment that you have to drop the price. That's not ideal for anyone. And the client on the other side of the call is probably puckering their butthole too, because they're waiting for you to drop the price. Let's not. That is not enjoyable for any, any party involved. So that is also why I have other episodes on sharing your price. I have posts on Instagram about sharing your price. That is for another time. Rather, I've already spoken about it. So go check those out. Lastly, be patient and tenacious. Like I said earlier, encourage DMs. Hone in on your own content creation process, your voice, your messaging. Remember that most of your audience is not going to purchase from you. So have fun with it create content you want to create, and attempt to marry the type of content you create with the messaging that is going to help your ideal client. In that process, getting people off of the app allows you to follow up with them later. That is ideal. And yes, I have seen people do this in the DMs. So, you know, they, they put people maybe in the general folder or in the primary folder that are potential leads who they want to follow up with. That is absolutely something that you could do as a precursor to getting someone off the app. And many, many sales are made in the follow-up, but this episode was about lead generation. So hopefully that helped. That happens through consistent content aligned with your paid services or pulled from your paid services and you asking for the sale or for people to apply. We have to have that clear call to action. We can't be wishy-washy when we are asking people to do something, right? That communication piece, again, be clear, share value, and then have a clear call to action for someone to apply to work with you if they would like to learn more. Or if you are sharing like a client case study, if you want somebody's eyes on your lifts, like I just shared, saying I was sharing a client case study, you know, click here to apply. Increase that frequency, of those client case studies, uh, mini trainings, things of that sort, if you are not bringing in the amount of leads that you would like, and then always track your numbers, look at how many people are clicking the link. If you have Google Analytics, oh my goodness, I don't know if you could hear that. There's clearly a motorcycle or something outside of my house right now. If you have Google Analytics or you have the ability to track the amount of people looking at your application, filling out the application, etc., look at that so that you can see where are people falling off in your process and know that you are not going to get more leads by doing nothing, right? So be willing to do some trial and error, be willing to be consistent for, you know, a month to two months at a time with a specific approach and see what that does for you. Finally, if you love this episode or want to support the Fitzboro podcast, give us five stars, leave a written review on whatever podcast platform you listen on. It is so appreciated. And if you are not on my main mailing list, you can join Annie's Weekly Wisdom or Annie's Daily Dose, you have the option. You can also join both at AnnieMiller.co slash news. And there are exclusive podcast listener discounts for several of my offers at the bottom of those emails. So until next time, I am Annie Miller. And thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast.